Blog Talk Radio. It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Stubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> and now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J Man. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm with Stupid, aka IWS Radio. This is the Map Man coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, a mere few hundred miles to my west-southwest, a man who is smoother than Donald Trump's palms. The J-Man, bitches! I find it funny that J-Man is loading for a smooth playback, given that he is neither loaded nor smooth. <laughs> True. Yeah, I disagree. She means loaded in the in the financial sense, of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hola and welcome, everybody. IWS Radio, sometimes known as I'm with Stupid. How the hell you doing, Matt? Well, I'm fine, but once again, for two weeks in a row, J-Man, the British chick is slow on the blog. I know. I don't like that. I know. I, I, I don't appreciate that. That It's kind of like a, a head fake there. I know. know? Kind of a little ball it's fake, like, you know, and we're like, we're ready to jump, and uh, and she's, you know, that did it. And we can't start our show until... She does that, and it's like we lost four crucial seconds right. of this show. Yeah. And people demand better. Yeah, she's in control, and I don't like when other people are in control. I know. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, her. Especially British chicks. Yeah, I, I mean, an American chick would be a little bit different. I could sure. put up with that a little bit more. but Or an Asian Tina. Or an Argentina, definitely. She can be in control. At least she's not Scottish. (laughs) 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 So anyway, so a little inside BTR for you there. We have to wait until this woman says Blog Talk Radio before we can start the show. And uh, it used to be immediate. It'd be the countdown, the five four three two one, and then doop, loud talk radio. But now it's five four three two one, and there's this long pause. Yeah, and sure, it's upsetting. We we could hit the intro, but it wouldn't play because she didn't right. come on yet. Right, there and you used to also be able to hit the intro, and it would just wait, and when she was done, it would play automatically. But now you have to wait for her to be done. 
Not fair. It's an outrage. It's an outrage. I know. Anyway, everybody's out there like, we don't care, man. I know. You should care. Because it affects us. If it affects us, it affects you. Damn right. Aside from that, J-Man, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I'm, I'm excellent, actually. Actually. Really? Quite excellent. My knee is probably like, I don't know, like 98.62% now. I mean, it's really doing well. Oh, that's good. I feel like I've uh, made almost a full recovery on my knee. I would still be listed as questionable if I was, you know, running back on your fantasy football team. But, sure. but I'm pretty sure I'd be out there. Giving it my all for you. That is As so always. Brian Westbrook of you. I know. Yeah. Dude hadn't even been in the league for three, four years now. We're still ragging on him. I know. Well, at least he still has all his fingers, unlike some NFL players. So. <laughs> Who sit there and go, yeah, I'll sign that $15 million one-year contract whenever I feel like it. I'm going to go blow things up now. What could possibly go wrong? That's right. Hold my beer and watch this. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we're talking about a cornerback from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who, well, he's going to take some time off. See if he's like a starfish, and he can regenerate uh, a couple yeah, right. limbs. Well, also, the, uh, the New York Giants uh, uh, defensive lineman, yeah. yeah, he blew off of his uh, index finger. Man, it was a madcap 4th of July this year, J-Man. It certainly was. It certainly was. It was funny because his neighbor posted that afternoon on 4th of July that uh, – Showed a picture of him in this uh, like U-Haul van he had rented, and it's just full of fireworks. They were ready to have a big blowout, and they did. <laughs> and they did. They blew his finger right out of there. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what else is blowing out right now, J-Man? What's that? The chat room. Ooh, yeah. It is on fire in there. Hey, there's old uh, bumming with Bobcat. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get you next bum week. Bob. No, go ahead. Well, I was just say, bum one Bob, you got a birthday coming up tomorrow. I heard that. Yeah. He's got a birthday coming up. Hell yeah. I think he's I think he's an old man tomorrow, officially. Yeah. Something like that. You know, for his for his birthday I should have given him his own theme music, but as I told you in the little pre show thing boy, you just can't capture a good bobcat audio. No, and by bobcat <laughs> audio I mean a actual bobcat growling. Like someone's grandma. Uh-huh. Yeah, wasn't happening. Yeah, but, but, but if you guys, of course, you know, we encourage you to go and listen to uh, 
Oh, bum wine Bob there at blogtalkradio.com slash bumwinebob. And uh, he had the birthday bash on today. They talked about uh, uh, Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses, 28 years old this week. Yeah. Back in Black, 35 years old this week. You can mm, believe that. Maybe. Yeah. Seems like just yesterday I was sitting there on the steps behind the gym with my my boom box, blasting ACDC away, pretending I was cool. Yeah. And it's a bittersweet the days, man. Bittersweet birthday for old Bum Wine because, well, you know, Hulk Hogan had a little incident. Yeah. Had a bad week. Bad yeah, week for Hulk Hogan, but it but a bad week for Hulk Hogan was a good week for Bum Wine because uh he got a whole lot of bonus hits. Yes, he on did. his uh his Hulk Hogan celebration show a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. because of it. So yeah. Other people's misery is uh, your uh, fortune, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Speaking of uh, misery, um, <laughs> I was going back through, uh, you know, the IWSradio.com uh, posts. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot we have that, don't we? IWSradio.com. Yeah, we, do. we don't do anything anymore with it much, but... Um, this idiot, Anna Coyman, on Fox and Friends Weekends. I remember her. A post, a post we did some years ago, eh, probably a year ago. 15,000 hits, J-Man. Kind of like, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I was looking I for something else. I came across that, and I went, whoa. Uh-huh. I didn't know Stupid to... Sexy was that popular. Oh, yeah. oh, it is very popular. I can't even remember what it was that that post was about, what she had said, but it was something, I mean, way, way up high on the stupid scale. Yeah, I can't remember either, but I do remember her saying one time when she had a report on a story from South America, and she named a country called Uruguay. Uruguay. Excuse me. Yeah, that's close enough for Fox News right there. Oh, sure. Anyway, we got some guests in the chat room. Got a few guests hanging out. Yes. Those guests, if you'd like to participate in the chat room, you can do so by registering. How do they do that, J-Man? (laughs) Just register at blogtalkradio.com. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Mm -hmm. Do, by the way, very smooth. Very smooth. Actually, we talked about being smooth for the whole show today, baby, but that's not going to work, is it? <laughs> that would be too hard. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't even do, we couldn't even be uh, national public radio for 45 minutes. <laughs> no way we could be smooth for two hours. <laughs> oh, we could try, but it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Uh, it could be Venus flytrap. Hello, my children. Anyway, we have our international audience here. Yes, we do. Couple today, of course. You know, we are. We have a yeah. We have a vast and diverse worldwide audience out there. Listen, yeah. and among those, 
is this man from the tartan scene. Ooh, Robert Big Country Taylor. He is so freaking hot. Robert the Taylor. Yeah. Robert. Live, local, and late breaking. Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> I got to tell you, Robert, Robert the Taylor, uh, the J-Mom thinks you're quite hilarious. Does she really? She does. She she thinks, uh, she thinks, uh, uh, what she, the man she refers to as our, our cute Scottish friend. It's quite hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can dine out on that the rest of the day, Robert. Uh, I'd rather not, but I'm not going to have a choice. It's seared into my mind now. Uh-huh. And when she told me that, I said, did you understand him? She says, well... No, not completely. But you know, her grandmother was from her grandmother was from England. Her grandfather was from Northern Ireland. So she's she's kind of used, you know, to having to uh, decipher foreigners yeah. and what they're what they're talking about. Sure. Yeah, so. And oh, last and absolutely they. not least. No, we always save the best for last. That's and right. that would be J-Man, the lovely, the talented, the uber-hot, and always breezing, Ms. Jamie Maple Leaf. Hammer time! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Uh-oh. Jamie, a very into hammer. Representing. Laying, yeah, laying there going, hi, guys. Oh. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right. And, of course, don't and forget, course, everybody, you can, uh, all the folks listening to us here, don't, don't forget to listen again and again and again throughout the week and tell all your friends and enemies. Yep. And frenemies. That's right. Uh-huh. And, and uh, J-Man, we have we have someone in yes. the live studio audience. Hi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hola, shmoopalicious. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have to go to work until later today. She's going to get to be here for the whole damn thing, huh? Yeah, she's pretty excited about it, too. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> because on today, since she she will get to hear it live, she'll get to hear it twice today. Once live, <laughs> once in playback. <laughs> and then if she's lucky, a couple times in playback during the week. <laughs> oh, sure. Heck, yeah. <laughs> because as you know, J-Man, on Monday mornings, I always play it back. Because then I'm sober, and it sounds different. Right. Play it back and go. Oh, I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember exactly. doing that. Exactly. It, it's Did funny all that? over again. <laughs> it's 
It's like having oh, yeah. Christmas Day two times. <laughs> it is. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. We took 17 minutes on all the intros today. That's good. We're doing great. I know. I think it was 16 last week. That's right. We stretched it out a little further. (laughs) And I was so glad because uh, my peeps weren't talking to me this week, J-Man. They they didn't have a damn thing. No, they didn't have a damn thing to say to me. Lazy bastards. I know. Well, Slider phoned one in, but it was not good. And Guy, well, he was just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Now that happens. Yeah. That's okay, because luckily for us, there was a lot (laughs) of stupid out there in the world this week. Oh, yeah. We can uh, just roll through it. I guess we should start with... uh, we both had very traumatic uh, Sundays oh, last week after the show. Yes, we did. A uh, couple uh, of near-death experiences for us. Yes. Uh, we'll start with me, I guess, because mine sure. happened during the show. Right. Left me left me hanging. Left me here all I alone. Left you high and dry. Born free. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was terrible. What was it like? Uh, one fifty, ten till two, maybe eight, eight to ten about, minutes. About twelve minutes. Show? About, about I think it was about, it was about twelve. About was twelve it? minutes. I well, looked see, at the I countdown clock know. and I said, I, I said I can do this for twelve minutes. Luckily, yeah, Jamie I didn't even, called in. Yeah, I couldn't tell you how many minutes it was because I was traumatized. Mm-hmm. I was full of angst. Oh, yeah. People. You were verklempt. I was. I had a giant 60-year-old tree fall on the bagwine digs. During a brief but violent storm. Yes. The only thing that saved me is I grabbed Smoop and put her in front of me. <laughs> and she held Corky out in front of her. Exactly. We both had, well... <laughs> She had a feline shield, and I had a human shield. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, this giant tree. This was a – oh, God, this tree was huge. It was every bit of 60 feet. And uh, the funny thing is, J-Man, it always leaned like it was going to go across the driveway. If it was ever going to fall, which we knew it would, hmm. it oh, was yeah. going to go the other way. But – that wasn't in God's plan. <laughs> nope. Instead, it, it fell backwards. It under did. The it fell backwards. It was like a drunk and tree. Not, Ooh. Yeah. And maybe knocked out your phone. Or the phone may have just gone out on its own. See, I don't even know. Really that know. was the weird thing. Because there was no big lightning bolt hit. There was a lot of rain. Right. Didn't have a great. And the internet hit. stayed. Yes. And you didn't believe me. That was very hurtful, J Man. Well, it wasn't about not believing. It was. It was. I, I, I was kind of. I mean, the whole thing was fucking ponderous, man. 
ponderous, fucking ponderous. Because, you know, you, like me, you have the same bundle with a cable, internet, phone all together. Meaning that if phone goes, usually internet goes too. Well, that's not the case here because remember when I had trouble with... Now, if internet goes, phone definitely goes. Oh, yeah. But it didn't. Apparently, sometimes, sometimes phone can go and internet not go. And I think it was, I think what God did was, he cut off my phone, but he wanted, he wanted the internet to stay up so I could show the wrath of the Lord Uh, on Facebook. Maybe. Uh huh. And Matt, you know, your support for the uh, Supreme Court ruling on gay marriage may have. uh, been the impetus for his uh, yeah, it could have been. dropping that tree on you like that. Here's the could funny thing, God's Jay, retribution. Man. Yeah, here's the funny thing. Doing the show, you know, pacing as usual through the Bagwine Studios with the live studio on, audience on hand, and um, at 12 minutes, as you said, um, the phone goes out, and I'm pacing. I'm thinking, oh, I think. I got cut off, and I turn around, and Schmoop and I both go, hey, there's a tree in our window. <laughs> we didn't even hear anything. Of course, we were half-popped. But... Right, and you were focused. <laughs> you were you were focused like a laser beam on the show. I was, on providing quality so, entertainment at a fair price. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it didn't come through your window. No, we were fortunate. Whacked against the window, right. Yeah. And, yeah uh, the... But it did, knock out, it did take out the neighbor's window upstairs, though. Yeah. Well, not our yeah, neighbor. Fuck the, fuck yeah, them. Puddle, yeah, fuck it them. Was puddles, <laughs> it was Puddle's office, J-Man. Okay. Puddle's <laughs> This is a big place we have here. <laughs> and it was kind of, mm-hmm. I was kind of fun, and then the uh, the uh, tree crew came out, yeah. and they were good sports and, and let me take pictures of them. Here's the thing, Jay Man. Here was the most annoying thing of the whole event, other than getting cut off from the show. Here's what I heard that night up until about the time I went to work Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Not annoying at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> That's almost as great as the uh, weed eater at seven thirty a.m. from the, oh, yeah. uh, the grounds I'll, crew. <laughs> yep. And I'll tell you what, I had a uh, PTSD flashback because let me tell you, as I'm pacing the Bagwine Studio this morning at seven forty-two, someone upstairs is vacuuming. <laughs> at 7.42 on a Sunday morning uh-huh. I started twitching <laughs> yeah. exactly 
Uh-huh. All right, then. The old 7.42 a.m. vacuum session going on. Yep. Well, at least they're clean. At least they're clean. Keep oh, your good place for them. Keep in good shape. Yeah, yeah, so we, we well, we both survived. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's all that matters. And I made the news, J-Man. That was awesome. And, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, WHIO, WHIO Channel H-I-O. 7. They were there taking pictures. Sure. I was hoping that they I was hoping that they had video of you, you know, holding a beer, smoking a cigarette. Well, I was in my apartment here and I was in Well, as I commented, <laughs> as I commented to someone on Facebook, I didn't know they were sending the camera crew cuz they had come here earlier and taken pictures. I didn't know they were going to be live at 11 o'clock. I would have opened my window and gone IWSradio.com. IWSradio.com. Uh huh. Now you could have been standing there saying, "Well, I was live on the air on IWSradio.com." Uh-huh. When uh... <laughs> when the wrath of God hit our tree, and suddenly I got knocked off the air, and I said, "Smoop, I'm off the air. <laughs> what the hell's going on here?" <laughs> That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. And uh, then not long after that, after I, uh, you know, after we made sure you were okay, uh-huh. I then, uh, I then went and was almost mauled to death by a out of control pack of wild dogs. I know you had a tenuous time, didn't you? Yes, it was very. I barely, barely even let me in the door. They were ready to attack, or you know, slobber all over me. One of the two. <laughs> Either way, it's gross. Yeah. Uh huh. Very, uh, very excitable dogs. One of them a, a West Highland Terrier, and the other a pit bull mix. And they were, they were all over me, all over me, Matt. You kept your eye on the pit bull mix, didn't you? Yes, I did. Made sure things didn't get out of hand there. Made sure I kept all my fingers. <laughs> Let me tell you. Although those terriers, they're ankle biters, gay man. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, they were uh, they were all over. And then, uh-huh. But then I said the magic words to them. I said, do you need to go out? And they went barreling to the back sliding glass door like, yes. <laughs> and then you and I opened the door. them, didn't you? Oh, no, no. I opened the door <laughs> and they stood there and they looked at me like, oh, you're coming with us. No, we're not leaving <laughs> you here alone. We don't know you very well. <laughs> we don't know if we can trust you. <laughs> so I finally, the only way to get them to go out and do their thing was for me to go out there with them. I guess they'd like to be watched. <laughs> well, and they didn't want you stealing the silverware. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I walked down and went down the steps, and that was a mistake. I should have stayed up on the top because when I got to the bottom step, 
Duchess, the pit bull mix, then went barreling past me, went up two steps, and then like, you know, oh, look, I can go face to face with you now. Yeah, <laughs> bad move on my part. So you've seen that coming. Very, very needy dogs. Very well. That one is needy. The other one could care less, actually. <laughs> and this whole event—it's a little silly because no one even asked you to watch them. They just told you. Right. I was volunteered to do this. I didn't say, "Oh, um, sure, I'll do that." I was told I would do that. Yeah. I like that. This needs to stop. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, we survived. We both survived it. We're better people yeah. for it. We, we, oh, uh, sure. I feel stronger. We improvised. We adapted. We overcame. Well, the funny thing is, two days after the tree incident, J-Man, the Huffman Tree Company, the crew that was here, that was here cutting down and cleaning up, they came through the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwano, Ohio. I said, hey, you're my tree guys. Hey, you're the guy who took our picture. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It's a small world, yeah. J-Man. It is. It is. Too bad you didn't have your camera. You could have gotten their picture again. I could have. <laughs> uh-huh. And I saw that this week that uh, Robert the Taylor didn't really understand that it truly is a beer mine. I know. You drive yeah. through, you get there. Yeah. It, was a, it isn't a... a Drive through window. It's a drive through the store yeah. place. You know what? You know what I found disturbing about his comment. So many things could well, be, but like, what? Like <laughs> he didn't believe me. See, Again. I like trust. I like trust amongst <laughs> friends, and evidently, I weren't no trust. Yeah, weird. I don't know how yeah. that. That's all yeah, these guys that people are. that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. What are you, you going to do? Yeah, we can pick <clears> up and start again. Maybe build, build some trust. Yeah. Oh well. All right then. That's pretty much uh, my week. Nothing really. Nothing major happened this week for me. Nothing big. Nothing exciting. Nah. Me neither. Uh, I you, went uh, to Walmart though. I went to Walmart. You did Thursday. Yeah. After nah. talking about it for weeks, you finally uh, worked up the nerve to go. <laughs> yeah, got some underwear. Got some socks. And I got two memory cards for thirteen eighty eight, J Man. Thirteen eighty eight. For bargain shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and, a- and I congratulate you. 
I congratulate you because I really kind of thought you would probably model that the underwear and socks on Facebook, and you, you resisted the urge. So. <laughs> uh, maybe 20 pounds ago I would have, but no. uh, not, not. <laughs> this married life is uh, sitting well with me, Jay, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a study out this week that showed that men gain on average four pounds after their wife gives birth. Yeah, they had to spend money on a government study to determine that. Well, I gained about 20 pounds after my uh, future wife went on un- unemployment a year ago. You know, those good lunches. Right. She had time on her hands, and now I'm addicted, J-Man. I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're a lunch man. I am a lunch man, and I never <laughs> used to be. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I tell you what. If you're the type that goes out to lunch, and a lot of people are, they like to go to little uh, restaurants, cafes, bistros, mm-hmm. pubs, bar and grills, mm-hmm. brew pubs, what have you. There's one in Portland, Maine, that... uh you don't have to worry about one of the biggest annoyances of <laughs> restaurants. And yeah. that's crying babies. Damn because right. they have settled they have settled the issue at this one where they had a couple in there, a young couple with a little a little baby. Yep. Started screaming and crying and they uh, are this uh, new age parents where they just let them work it all out for themselves. Work they let that all. baby work out the hey. Yeah, the, uh-huh. the frustrations and okay. and uh, and everybody else should uh, just be accommodating to that little baby and what have you. And apparently, the cafe owner was not accommodating. And it caused a little bit of uh, controversy. And let's let's get the I cafe owner's side of this uh, argument. I love her for it. They ordered three for this kid, a two-year-old. Three pancakes, bigger than her head. And then they didn't even feed them to her. All I said was I slammed my hands on the counter and I said, this needs to stop, meaning her screaming. And I pointed at her and she looked at me and she stopped. And her parents said, are you screaming at a child? Yes, I am. And she shut up. Life's full of choices and you got to live with all of them. I chose to yell at the kid It made her shut up which made me happy, it made my staff happy, it made the other 75 people in the restaurant happy, and they left. They may never come back. Other people may not come in. Their loss, really. Hell yes. <laughs> I this, have 100% this, this woman... <laughs> behind her. Uh, she gets the IWS seal of approval. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh-huh. And from the comments I saw, most people were were in favor of her. My God, that is one of the most annoying things in the world. Oh, I know, I know, and I and I and I I thank parents who, when their kid starts acting like that, take the kid and go outside, and, and yep. you know, and are considerate of other people. And the parents, these parents who have this, you know enormous sense of entitlement 
and believe that we're all here to accommodate your little demon spawn. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand and those I, people. I've joked about it in the <laughs> past that if, whenever Rhino was really young and if he started crying, I'd I'd take him out just to get away from the wife. No, I really did. <laughs> seriously, I did it because it's annoying, and I wouldn't, uh-huh. I wouldn't do that to anyone. If he's crying, yeah. I take him out. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago there was a, a, a place in uh, in Chicago that put a sign up, basically saying that you know no children. <laughs> yeah, and I remember all these. All of these uh, soccer moms with their little, their little uh, stroller standing there, and they just, oh, but you know, I I might want to go in and have some lunch. Oh, like you have some God-given right to have lunch at that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't like to get a babysitter. I don't trust other people with my precious snowflake. Well, there you go then. Get carry out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You've got options. You know, there's thousands of other places to go. There's a place what, over hey, in uh, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a place over in in Eureka Springs. A crazy computer lady went over there one day with her daughter and her grandson, and uh, she says, "Oh, we'll need a booster seat for the grandson." And and they said, "We don't have a booster seat. We don't have high chairs or booster seats, and we <laughs> don't have." children's menus and she just threw a big old fit just you know not the kid the crazy computer lady how dare you not accommodate us and blah, blah, blah. so well we don't cater mm-hmm. to children you know it was one of those fancy little bistros you know i know yeah and people get angry the, though i know they come through the beer mine too and they want their kids to pick out their own drink which takes four hours <laughs> and it's even worse on a hot day or a rainy day, Jay man at the uh-huh. beer mine. <laughs> when the cooler glass is steaming up and you got to run uh-huh. a beer mine fan on it. Because here's all I hear. Right. There you go. Could you hear me trying to talk? <laughs> yeah, vague, just a little bit. Yeah. We're going to do the annoying sound show some week and just the <laughs> chainsaws yes, we and weed eaters, fans, <laughs> horns. Yeah. That was an actual audio, folks, of me talking next to the fan that unsteams the cooler glass. And then I'll have people come in. And I'll get Diet Coke. What? God. God. People, they're the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) And if you want to have your kids eat out, deliver at home. Keep your kids at home. Don't take them out. Sure. Unless they're well behaved. 
There's a few kids out there well-behaved. That's fine. Right. Oh, God. You know who's the absolute worst? If you're Ooh. if you're in a restaurant, let's say you're in you're in a place like the Sizzler or Applebee's or something like that. Uh-huh. You look out the window, and if you see a church bus pull up, get your food to go, because they are going to be the rudest, rowdiest group of people. Those kids are going to run all over the place. They're the God. I tell you what. It just infuriates me. Well, <laughs> once again, J-Man, he gave me a flashback. And this is probably five <laughs> or six years ago. It wasn't a church bus, but a church van pulled in. Uh-huh. And towards the back of the van was uh, some dude, you know, he had special needs or whatever. And the lady driver said, <laughs> he wants to order for all of us. No. It took 10 minutes. <laughs> and you just stood there going, yeah, and, yeah. And then <laughs> I put up with today I wouldn't. No, not at all. Don't blame you. <clears throat> well, uh <clears throat> something else uh, big and exciting and major that's happened the last couple of weeks is uh NASA uh, I don't remember the name of it, Voyager or or something like that, some uh, satellite-like thing, did a flyby of Pluto. Really? Yeah. Did you not see this in the news? Oh, it was all yes, over the place. I yes, I did. Got all I these great pics. I was feigning interest. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And so Pluto was in the news and made the rounds on the on all the news uh, channels, pictures of Pluto and discussions about Pluto. But only one major news outlet got the exclusive interview with Pluto, and that, of course, was IWS Radio. Of course. Of course. And our very own Mr. Bobby Kraft sat down and did an interview with Pluto, and honestly, it it didn't go particularly well. <laughs> so let's check it out. Hey everybody, Bobby Craft here for IWS Radio. And you know what? I have landed the exclusive interview of the century. Oh yeah, it's true. I am sitting <laughs> down to interview the dwarf planet Pluto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty impressive, huh? Well, anyway... Here we go with that interview. Thank you for being here with me today, Mr. Pluto. Or is it Miss Pluto or Mrs. Pluto? Just Pluto is fine. Thank you. Pluto it is. So, you were discovered in 1930 by Clyde the Glide Tombaugh. What did you do before you were discovered? 
I was a student studying at university and I was majoring in interplanetary political sciences. Why? I never even heard about that story. That's amazing. And you gave that up for fame and fortune as our solar system's ninth planet, huh? Absolutely. The glare of the spotlight was just too much for me to resist. Well, tell me about it. I got the same problem. Anyway, so you were a planet for 75 years, you know, out there enjoying all the benefits and the fun that goes along with that when... Damn! They up and make you a dwarf planet? Now that just had to piss you off. Like you would believe. It hurt my feelings so much. All my friends abandoned me. The groupies all left me. Heck, even some of my moons wandered off to go and orbit other planets. My life was destroyed. I became a drug addict and a drunk. Well, that's terrible. I mean, that's just terrible. But now, with this new Horizons flyby, you're all the rage again. And then they discovered that you're even a little bit bigger than they originally thought. Gotta feel a little vindicated now and, you know, be kind of happy about that, huh? Well, kind of, but I'm still pissed. They still call me a dwarf, as if I'm the Danny DeVito of space celebrities. They still point and laugh, they still call me cute, and they still deny my rightful place among the planets. Well, that sucks for you, doesn't it? Seems like you would just enjoy the moment a little, you know, and lap up the acclaim and the love. And be kind of gracious about it instead of so bitter. Seems like you could just kiss my ass. Well, I never. You know, I don't have to put up with this. I'm out here. I'm going to go interview a real planet, you know. I'm going to go interview Gallifrey, you know, the planet that Doctor Who came from. Whatever, you stupid red deck. Hey, the, oh. That, well, I, you know what, that, I am leaving. That's it. There you go, everybody. Pluto's just a bitchy little grumpy pussy of a dwarf planet. Nobody really cares anyway. God. This has been Bobby Kraft for IWS Radio. Bring in the cheese. This is Dick Cheney. And if you're not listening to IWS Radio, then you can go fuck yourself. Mm. Yeah, you know what unfortunate. I find, yeah, you know what I find fascinating, Jay Man. Yes. Pluto sounds like uh, Maya Angelou's nephew. Her great, her great nephew, uh-huh. Jerome Angelou. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know they they said that Pluto has a reddish brown color. Yeah, anyway. So much for Pluto. Already, uh... You know, that audio would have fit better last week in the Angry Show. Than the, well, oh, actually, I kind of did have it uploaded for last week, but yeah. But we had it. trauma. 
We had trauma. We had we had situations Upheaval. that that yeah. yeah. We had breaking news. <coughs> we did. You know what else happened this week, Matt? What? There was a uh, little uh, a little cat fight broke out in the pop and uh, hip hop music worlds. No way. Yes, a little Twitter uh, dust up between Ooh. Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj. Ooh, a little cat fight. <laughs> you know it. Huh, yeah. Nicki Minaj took umbrage to the fact that her Anaconda video was not nominated for Video of the Year. And she pointed out that apparently to get nominated for the Video of the Year, it has to be full of slim, beautiful white people. And when Taylor Swift heard slim, beautiful, and white, she immediately assumed she was talking about her. Uh-huh. Of course. Uh-huh. And they had a little back and forth, which was pretty lame, actually. Actually, I saw a headline. There was a tweet that says, Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj are having it out on Twitter. And I, uh, I went to their Twitter pages, and they actually only exchanged like two tweets, and then they made up. So it really wasn't as exciting as it could have been. Although I do want to say that Taylor Swift tweeting Nicki Minaj saying, if I win, you can come on stage with me, was just about (laughs) the most condescending (laughs) thing I've ever seen. But it's typical because Taylor Swift is. History's greatest monster. So oh, she's a jerk. <laughs> so I was totally team Mickey Nikki on this one. Mickey, Nikki, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> but then some people uh, were inspired by this. There was then another Twitter beef, as they say, between Drake and uh Meek. Whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, they got into it, and Drake dropped a diss track on his ass. Yeah. Don't mess with those Canadian that. rappers. No. Canadian rappers are ruthless, man. They'll come after you. I know. And then, and oh, see, and Robert the Taylor just pointed out Taylor Swift is is dating a Scotsman. There's another one of her problems. Exactly. Can't even date an American, a good, decent Christian American. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe she's dated all the Americans. I don't know. She probably (laughs) has. You and I have both probably dated her and didn't even know it. Probably so. Didn't enjoy it either. No. She just spent the whole time staring at herself in the mirror. And then, Matt, a little uh, lesser known, but not lesser important, was that our good friend Katie Anders 
launched a Twitter war against me yesterday. In reference to what? She just launched a completely unprovoked attack. That's how these Twitter wars happen. And that's how those people are, too. Yeah. She the, she she uh, uh she went on Twitter and claimed that uh that I'm a big John McCain supporter and supporter <laughs> of the patriarchy. I've always like known that. that about you. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> vicious, vicious attack, <clears throat> which uh, forced me, and I don't want to give away these secrets about people, but it forced me to turn around and tell everybody that. Katie Anders is the leader of the uh, Make Ann Coulter Supreme Leader Club. Uh huh. Didn't want to have to do it. Ann, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she finds Ann Coulter so very hot, like all of us do. Exactly. Exactly. You know, she's got pictures of Ann Coulter all around her mirror. Little shrine on her there. ceiling. Yeah. So anyway, so we had a little little vicious Twitter war. Vicious. I can't remember exactly what all was said. I know that I uh I accused her of, of thinking that uh, Jeff Dunham is the uh the height of uh, highbrow intellectual humor. Yeah. I no I didn't hold back. I didn't hold back. <laughs> he barely surpassed Carrot Top. <laughs> So you gotta watch out these these Twitter battles can break out at any time. Oh I know. Yeah. A lot of they may result in break. Yeah. Might result in you getting uh, you know, blocked by Dennis Miller or something like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or Greg Gutfeld. Oh God. What a <laughs> <boy is> doing. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Speaking of getting blocked, I think President Obama should block the president of Kenya. <laughs> I think so. You huh? know, uh, Obama's over there in Kenya, just having a good, good old family time, little reunion and whatnot. Right. And um, Obama's not happy with the uh, president's take on gay rights and human rights and. What have you? Right. You know, because I said gay rights and human rights because gays are not humans. That's how right. Why exactly. <laughs> They're subhuman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so President Obama told him to lighten up on the uh, the gay laws. And, and you know what the Kenyan president said to Obama, J Man, and I am outraged. <laughs> what did he say? You talk, huh? You gotta be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. I was outraged. People are angry, man. They're really angry. God, come on, dude. Dude, I'm, that's you know. Come on, show a little class. Yeah, you know, leader of the free world. Hosting, for God's sake. That's right. You're hosting the leader of the free world, a native of your country. 
<laughs> come back home, see the family, do and yeah. say that to you. Yeah, pull out that old koi koi trick. Oh, boy. Yeah, click all you want, pal. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we're approaching the uh, top of the hour, and you can always call in at 661-244-9852. So. Yeah. And uh, how's the uh, the wedding planning going, Matt? Well, well, it's going. I mean... Um, uh, is anybody date, doing any planning? No. The date's set. It's September 12th. The invites uh-huh. have all been sent and received. Yeah. We had confirmation uh-huh. on that. In fact, J-Man. Oh. You got in- <laughs> Yeah. J-Man. J-Man. As he scrolls yes. and scrolls and scrolls. Yes. <laughs> you know who's going to be there, J-Man? Who? Lemonade, lemonade, come and get your lemonade. <laughs> lemonade, lemonade, for sale. Lemonade, lemonade, come and get your lemonade. Lemonade, lemonade, for sale. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. The lady with the delicious glazed muffin. That's right. <laughs> That's delicious. Uh-huh. We'll be Exciting. So is she has is is she the only one to RSVP so far? Or has she just kind of like given you a verbal confirmation? She gave me a verbal confirmation. Mm. And then is it possible? Uh, you don't think it's one of those uh, just telling me us to shut him up? Well, she has no. Um, oh, as uh, as far as talking about me. Yeah. Oh, just I saying know. yes, just to placate you, just to keep you happy. Nah, I think she'll be there. Okay. Good. And, and Schmoop and I have both tagged her as a crier. If anyone cries <laughs> during the wedding, uh-huh. it'll be missile. <laughs> he just seems like someone who gets very emotional over things like this. But I'll tell you how, what. How have you, well, how have you? How have you, well, we're going to go through this a little bit. How have you tagged me? Whatever. That's uh, what you honor. Yeah, that's, that's great. Whatever. Uh, have you have you tagged me as a yawner? Uh, have you tagged me as a yawner? Like you yeah. know, you guys with your very heartfelt, beautiful, <laughs> loving uh, nuptials, and I go, "That is taking all day." Yeah. <laughs> Where's the mini corn dogs? Where's the beer? <laughs> For God's sakes, it's hot out here. <laughs> were you doing pigs in the blanket? Isn't that what you were doing? <laughs> Oh, you know we will. You know, the Arkansas game kicked off 10 minutes ago. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have wireless? Do you have wireless? I got my, I brought my, my tablet with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's on Watch ESPN. <laughs> and then, of course, Jay, I would have audio 
of Nurse Sherry right now, too, because she's coming. But, well, you know, she backs out all the time. She did, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. We'd say it's 50-50 whether or not she's there. Yeah. yeah. Although I did tell her, you know, I said, you got to come because her boyfriend, Brian, he'll appreciate that the bathroom adjacent to the bar at Party Marty's house has a urinal with a chalkboard above it. <laughs> <laughs> How can you resist that? You can't. I am so getting a picture of that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Brian. (laughs) And, uh, and of course, what's important—the big thing to have at a wedding, Matt—is music. Oh God, yes. And you might even want bad music at your wedding. <laughs> well, you're not going to get any good music this week because someone wants to really <laughs> sing. Uh huh. But I think it is time for our bad music of the week segment, Matt. It is. So, Reverend Buddy Acapella. Preach it, brother. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think this is going to be pretty special this week, Matt. I think it is. <clears throat> I think you started last week, so I'll start this week. Is that all right? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> So we're going to start off with, here's a song that you don't want to play, especially don't want to play it at the reception. And it, and it would be hilarious if it was that, you know, during the reception, they always do this, uh, you know, oh, it's the first dance, the bride and the groom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't recommend that you play the Smiths, <laughs> period, period, okay. any song by the Smiths, yeah. because right. it's all depressing now. <laughs> But you absolutely don't want to play Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. Oh, God. What she asked of me at the end of the day Caligula would have blown
<laughs> that was a nice touch there at the end. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's Morrissey singing not to be confused with more sun <laughs> anything like that but now don't play that one don't play that one at a wedding man okay all right yeah. sounded pretty good though <laughs> now i like this song j-man but mm-hmm. perhaps it's not one that you want to play during the reception. She put him out Like the burning end of a midnight cigarette She broke his heart He spent his whole life trying to forget We watched him drink his pain away A little laugh time but he never could get drunk enough to get her off his mind until the night he put that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger and finally drank away her memory life is short but this time it was bigger And the strength he had to get up off his knees We found him with his face down in the pillow With a note that said I love her till I die And when we buried him beneath the willow The angels sang a whiskey lullaby Jeez, I thought, thought you were going to play the whole song for a minute there. Yeah, well, you had to capture the whole feel. Yeah, well, okay, good point. That was, uh, who was that? That was a, uh, that was Brad Paisley and Allison Krauss. We and didn't the, get to Allen, Allison Krauss. Allison Krauss. So, right. Allison. I'm a big Allison Krauss fan. Big, oh, big Allison Krauss. Oh, I love that song. It's just not a good wedding uh, song. Uh, it's a hey, little depressing for a wedding. Yeah, a little depressing. And you know who wrote that? And it just <laughs> shocks me. Bill who? Anderson. Really? Yes. I just don't huh. see that coming out of Bill Anderson. Mr. Happy Go Lucky. Uh, hey, happy yeah. guy. He has his bad days, too, I guess. Well, everyone does. Everyone does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, uh, here's another song that I think is uh, not a good song for a wedding. And I, and I realize that, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to uh, uh, criticize people, the kind of relationships they have, who they fall in love with or whatever, or, or the arrangements that they make with other people and their wedding and stuff, uh-huh. but I sure. think it would be very awkward and uncomfortable if at the reception 
the bride and the groom got out there and started dancing to Nicki Minaj and shaking it for daddy. You were sleeping on me thinking it was slumber time. Now I'm a trending topic, let all my number sign. When the play, meet me at the fumble line. Cause I'm a ninja, cowabunga time. Buzzing like a bee, but nope, I don't sting a ling. Ching-a-ling-a-ling, I show him the middle finger ring. Tang-a-ling-a-ling, school bell a-ring-a-ling. Stick shift the ding-a-ling, pull like y'all mingling. Excuse me, what happened? I'm flyer than a rabbit. I'm flyer than an eagle, you're done up and make a nubbin. And when I pop that pussy, I pop it on his Suzuki. I pop it some crazy kooky. I'm Falling like Yao Mingling is the featured line in that. Well, that and when I pop my pussy, I pop it crazy Suzuki. (laughs) Oh, God. I am cutting that out, and I'm going to use that forever. (laughs) What you just said. Uh Hey, J-Man. I I have to interrupt. The worst songs of the week because someone very near and dear to our hearts is in the chat. Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Hey, everybody, All right, Jesse Ferdmeister in the chat room. Yes, the Ferginator. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, here's another thing. Um, Schmoop brought this up. She said that uh, she wanted this played during the reception, and I don't know why. It was, I don't know, a little disturbing. We played this on the show before. But here's a more full version of it. There are times when a woman has to say what's on her mind. <laughs> Even though she knows how much it's gonna hurt. Before I say another word, let me tell you I love you. Let me hold your close. But that doesn't mean I love you less And he knows he can't possess me And he knows he never will There's just this empty place inside of me That only he can fill Torn between two lovers 
goodness. That's definitely, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's definitely something you don't really want to play in a wedding. No. Yeah, well. Eh, what are you going to do? I don't know. That's not a, that wouldn't be a smooth thing to do. No, it wouldn't be. All right. What? You're laughing in the chat room, aren't you? <laughs> Some demanding in the chat room. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right, so anyway. And, you know, part of being smooth is uh, not giving in to demands. Exactly. Especially, especially demands by women. Never demand that you pick the phone up. Oh, God. <laughs> women think they can order us around. Yeah. Send the Nazis. Although I'm not exactly the smoothest guy ever, as we were talking about the show. Shockingly, shockingly, I'm not a a really smooth guy. I'm a stands-off, by-himself-at-party guy, usually, Uh you know. Not good at small talk. Not my thing. Good not a whole lot, Matt. Just to be really? completely honest with you. Yeah, I need uh, I need people to help me. You know, like Radar. Remember Radar on Mash? He was uh, uh, he, he he wanted oh he wanted to meet that redhead. Ooh, he wanted to get to know oh, her. Yeah. And she was uh, fancy. Of, she was. He went out of his element. He did it all. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah. He, he was trying to outkick the coverage on this one. And yeah. this girl was way out of his league. She she read books without pictures in them and listened to that fancy music. And he had to go get Hawkeye to help him learn how to be smooth. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how it all worked out. If she brings him up, you just smile and you say, Ah, bah. Ah, bah. Smile a little bit. Smile. Ah, bah. That's yeah, nice. Very good. It's not bad. Ah, bah. What does that mean? Ah, bah. Uh, just that. Ah, bah. I think once you've said that, you've said it all. Ah, bah. All right, hold it. <laughs> That's about how it And that's how it always, you know, works out for me. Same yeah. way. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they're like, oh, you're a huge fan of the Ramones, too. I'm like, no. But, you know, <laughs> I was just. Oh, my God. 
laughing at I was just being supportive of you know you you being a fan. You don't need to get too <laughs> personal, J Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just trying to trying to go <laughs> along and you know be supportive and stuff. But I think one of the things that's important is when you, uh, you know, trying to be smooth, uh, you need to, you know, you need to practice a little bit. Yeah, you know, sure. Practice alone in your room in front of the mirror, you know, kind of practice small talk. And you want to, you know, you want to do things like, well, you know, you want to, uh, it's important to dress properly for this type of stuff. Oh, God, yeah, you got to play yeah. the part. Right. Man, look the part, be the part, motherfucker. That's right. See? I told it. <laughs> you're going to be you're gonna be smooth. you got to dress smooth. Yeah, you know, you got to be funny. Yeah. You know? And, and of course, when you're, when you're working on, uh, you know, your wardrobe, that's one of the things you can talk to women about because women love to give advice. They hate it when you generalize about them and stereotype <laughs> them, but they love to give advice. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, you can always women will always they'll go shopping with you. They'll help you. That's that's a good that's one of the smoothest things you can do. Yeah. Women. I'll tell you what, Jay man. I heard this the other night when we were doing some wedding planning or wedding non-planning. You know what I was told by Schmoop? What? Look at you. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. You're just taking up space. I mean, how could I be with someone like you and respect myself? You know, I asked her <clears throat> if she was having second thoughts. She said no, but <laughs> it seems like uh -huh, she is. There's just, there's just no other options out there, so, you know. She's, she's giving so up. you know what I said to her? <laughs> what? <laughs> I had a very interesting lunch with George Costanza today. Really? We were talking about our lives, yeah. and we both kind of realized we're kids. We're not men. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes, <laughs> we did. Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. There isn't? Absolutely not. I mean, what are you thinking about, Jerry? Marriage? Family? Well, they're yeah. prisons. Man-made prisons. You're doing time. You get up in the morning, she's there. You go to sleep at night, she's there. It's like you got to ask permission to, to, to use the bathroom. Is it all right if I use yeah. yeah, and you can forget about watching TV while you're eating. I can? Oh, yeah. You know what? Because it's dinner time. And you know what you do at dinner? What? You talk about your day. How was your day today? Did you have a good day today or a bad day today? Well, what kind of day was it? Well, I don't know. How about you? How was your... It's sad, Jerry. 
It's a sad state of affairs. I'm glad we had this talk. Oh, you have no idea. I'm glad we had that talk. God. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one was on just very recently on PBA. <laughs> <laughs> that one is the one where he... Uh, <clears throat> Kramer is saying that, that uh, something about the broken stereo or something. He said they they'll just write it off. And he <laughs> says, "Who are they?" And he says, "They're the ones who write it off." <laughs> and Jerry you says, "You don't know, know who they are." Write off is. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah, he says, "No, I don't." But they do, and they, they are do. the ones that write it off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, shit. We got a couple callers today, man. We do. Oh, my God. Oh, this will be a hot mess because I know (laughs) who these two are. Six, six, one, and turn the page. You are on with stupid... Hello. Hello, darling. Can you hear me? Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay, I apologize not having a phone number. That's fine. Mine's usually not right on BTR. I'm having to call through my computer. I have no display on my phone. Mm. Oh, no. Is it an iPhone? I it's I just got to get it taken care of, but that's just a moot point. How you guys been doing? Oh, wonderful, and you? I think we have a very long delay here. No, yeah, I'm getting a bad echo on my end, but God. So, what are you guys doing? Just talking about nothing? We're talking about the important things. Oh, this is terrible. Okay, okay. that's not going to work. Sorry call. about that. Yeah, try again. again. God. Try again. Come on, BTR. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. A lot of the smoothest people you'll ever find work in TV and radio. I know they do. They get out there and they say, yeah, oh, dude, you know, you know, we love him, (laughs) but they get on TV and they, uh, you know, they get asked a question and sometimes they give a real answer. Maybe they wish they hadn't. Like (laughs) this week, uh, General Wesley Clark was on talking (laughs) about radical Islamists. Yeah. And uh, he had quite an interesting suggestion that we might could do. Did he really? He said, but I do think on a national policy level, we need to look at, um, at what self-radicalization means because we are at war with um, uh, this group of terrorists. They do have an ideology. In World War II, if uh, someone supported Nazi Germany at the expense of the United States, we didn't say that was freedom of speech. Uh, we, we put him in a, in a camp. We, they were prisoners of war. 
So uh, if these people are radicalized and they don't support the United States and they're disloyal to the United States as a matter of principle, fine, that's their right. It's our right and our obligation to segregate them from the normal community for the duration of the conflict. Right. So he, he makes a good point, Matt. Now, hear me out on this. If we, take these, if we take these folks, and we got Robert the Taylor here with us, and he might, uh, nice. he might have some thoughts on this too. If we take these folks and we, um, let's say we label them in some way, make them put you know, a pen on their clothes, maybe a yeah. crescent moon or something, to let us know who they are, and then we move them all to one uh, get, ghetto, well, neighborhood, and we put them all there so we can keep an eye on them, right? And they could live there, and they would have their sure. own schools just like everybody else, and they would be the same schools. They would just be them, you know. They'd be, they, they'd be equal to other schools but separate from them, and we could concentrate them in their own camp. <laughs> it might work. I know it's been tried before. It's been tried before by different countries with varying degrees of success. But this is America, and we do things the right way and the honest way and the fair way. So, well, I don't know. He's you know. just being—he's just following the path of FDR. Yeah, exactly. Just keep them all together. Greatest Democratic president of all time. Mm-hmm. There you go. Outside of how, Andrew how, Jackson. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. How, uh, well, where do you come down on the idea of concentration camps, Robert? You for them or against them? Against them. Ah, really? Oh. I'm a little surprised by that. <laughs> what did you expect me to say? <laughs> That's the most undemocratic thing ever, a concentration camp. <laughs> you know what I expected you to say? I expected you to say, That's what I expected you to say. Is that Irish? <laughs> anyway, my first comment today is to apologize to Matt for my misunderstanding of the beer mine. Huh. Uh-huh. Yes, because I, I didn't... Well, I didn't realise it was a drive-through. I knew it, from the pictures that I've seen from it, I thought it was just like a general booze store, you know. You walk into it. I didn't actually see the drive-through part till the other day on Facebook, so my apologies. It's, it just sort of took me back. I thought, mm -hmm. well, there's drive-throughs at McDonald's and things like that, and it's very innovative to, to have something like that. You know, I take it that would discourage all the drunk driving, you know, driving through a, a booze place. You know? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> you just didn't know about American exceptionalism. You didn't know how big we were. 
Uh-huh. Exactly. Anyway, I apologize for that, so I didn't understand. Well, you have to, Matt, you just have to understand that the Scots aren't, uh, you know, these innovative 21st century ideas like this are just, you know, not something they... uh, yeah, well, that's really true. Apart from the fact that we've invented everything else, like, you know, TV and shit like that, you know. <laughs> they still use hay bales as shingles on the roof. <laughs> no, no, that's England that use that. No, that's not. Oh. It would get blown away in Scotland, that. <laughs> Anyway, that's my first apology, so I am very sorry, Matt, for that misunderstanding. And you guys drink warm beer, don't you? No, mine is actually Uh, chilled to very good temperature, because uh, Bob Wine, he got me started today with uh, Coors Light, which I know Matt doesn't like, he's not keen on Coors. Oh, God, I hate Coors. Oh, God, I hate Coors. Uh, but no, it's... <laughs> do that again. I, I can't. No, it's, it would be no. me, like taking a fool out of my, and I wouldn't do that. He's a good friend. <laughs> it's uh, chilled to perfection because the label turns blue. You know, the, there's little mountains in the back, Matt. You know, mountains. I don't know if you've got them in bag wine. But there's mountains, and they turn blue when they're perfectly chilled. And that's the first time I've listened to uh, Bobcat today on his show, and I like his little show. It's only half an hour long, but it's a great little show. Did somebody try to phone me? I can hear the phone ringing. Hello, I know. phone ringing. I'm trying to I'm trying to get someone to say hi to you. Maybe you can hook up. Is it Schmoot? No, it's no. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna answer. Nah. Who are you trying to call? Are you yeah, trying to, to Matt? Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Why is it not hanging up, J-Man? I've just seen this advert that's at the side mm. here on my there computer. <laughs> you know, you get all these adverts popping up for like these dating agencies. I don't know if you've seen them. I get them. Uh, it's like you know, you get the Photoshop picture of the woman with the expanded boobs and that. And this other one's just popped up for, are you you looking for a Muslim? You could be married here. You know, everybody else wants to date, you know, but (laughs) you can be married. Find your perfect marriage partner. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, anyway, where was that? That would be okay. Marrying a Muslim. She knows her place. Why? Why? She knows, she knows her place. You know, oh, Muslim no. women, G- they know. Jay, Jay, how you know how to stay in line? 
Yeah. They don't drive. They don't talk back. No. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say. Anyway, I I meant to tell you guys, <laughs> I, I don't know if you seen it last week, but I bought myself a metal detector. Yeah. And uh, because I'd seen these guys, I think, on YouTube or something, they were going about these metal detectors in Britain and, you know, digging up all sorts of things like gold and silver. You, you can't dig that kind of thing up in America because, you know, there's no history there. But, you know, I bought this thing and it cost me a lot of money. And I... Uh, I set it all up in the house and I got this thing to order. This is great. And I set it all up and uh, it went crazy because I'd, I'd done a stupid thing. I'd put it down on the floorboards in the house, you know, and there's pipes and cables and everything under the floor. And I said, <laughs> going crazy. But, uh, What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> I am not going to repeat that because I couldn't understand. No, you this. have to. It's a rule. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need to put it on rewind, Matt, you know. <laughs> I only came on here today because I knew that Schmoot was hanging around and I wanted to hear a voice and you've got to deny me of that. Because <laughs> I know she loves my voice. And I went, I just wanted to say hello to Jay's, J-Mom. J-Mom, hello, J-Mom. I'm the cute one. Uh-huh. But, you know, you can ask if she would like my voice on a... I could send a CD or something. She could constantly put on repeat or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. In case she wants She'll to hear it right in the car. Right, right. <laughs> in case she wants to play it in the car or anything like that, you know? <laughs> in case she goes, oh, Matt, again, okay, let's put Robert on. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Robert, she's getting ready to go to work and she has wet hair with a ball cap on. Oh, she, well, oh, that's a matter. Go and get her to say something, say hello or something, in his schmoop voice. Well, let's see. She's in the bedroom right now. I don't know what she's doing. She's probably doing something naughty. Matt's not allowed to go in there when she's there. So. <laughs> Actually, I'm not, J-Man. <laughs> That's okay, why we've been together for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> she trusts you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to shoot the crawl, as we say here, and uh, listen to the rest of the show. Uh, have a nice weekend. Huh? Nice speaking to you oh. again. Hi, Robert. Okay, then. Oh, schmoop. Oh, ah. my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Smooth. Thank uh, you. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Right, <laughs> there, there you go. Thank you very much. Okay, guys. Some IWS Radio delivers, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Have a great weekend. Huh? Love you. Of course, now right. move. Right. Hey, Robert. Robert. Yo. Yo, Smoop feels dirty now. Does she? <laughs> right, I have to go to the bathroom. Excuse me. Speak to you later, guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
You know who else feels dirty right now, Matt? Who? Drew Peacock. <laughs> oh, God, of course he does. Because there's nobody smoother than Drew, Drew Peacock. We all know that, no, right? Oh, God, no. Smoothest dude ever. And he's got some smooth advice for you folks out there. Uh-huh. If you want to uh, get busy with the ladies. Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. Drew Peacock here exploring the sensual side of life for IWS Radio. Oh, I had to be here this week because I'm the king of smooth, baby. Oh, just slightly ahead of Tony Bennett. Oh, man, is he smooth, though. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, folks, there is nothing smoother than standing in the corner at the bar staring at a hot cougar until she finally gives in and comes over and talks to you. Oh, yeah. Babes love to be stared at like that. Oh, it turns them on so much they get ready to rock and roll with you, baby, when they realize that you're staring at them. Oh, it's not creepy at all. Oh, another place that this stare at them till they cave technique works is at the library. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, hang out in the mystery section, pretending to read an Agatha Christie book and just stare at every middle-aged cat lady that comes by. Oh, eventually one of those desperate babes, oh, I love them, desperate, will give you that little wink and smile and you know it's time to get busy. Oh yeah, baby, add another chapter to the body in the library. Oh yeah, intellectual chicks are Kinky, oh, keep those designer glasses on while we make love. Oh, yeah, that's hot, baby. And then finally, the best place to do this is at the supermarket. Oh, yeah, hang out in the fresh produce aisle, squeeze in a few melons, or hold up a cucumber and give it that Oh, that's almost as big as me, look. And it won't take long before some lonely housewife picks up your vibe. Oh, yeah, it'll be time for a little afternoon delight. Oh, baby, yeah, and after sex, you can have some chicken dinners and Jojo's from the deli. Oh, yeah. Just get out of there before the kids and daddy get home. Cause that's a boner killer right there. Oh, you don't want nothing to do with daddy. Oh, that's it, baby. That's how to be smooth for IWS Radio. This has been True Peacock reminding you to explore the sensual side of life, baby. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream 
of Jay and Matt all night long. Huh. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. It's, uh, there you go, Matt. Some advice for you. Man, Paige Weeks, turn the page, turn the page. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps getting feedback and everything is in duplicate. I don't know what that means, but it means she can't call it. Amen. All right, then. Technical difficulties happen sometimes. Yeah. You know who uh, runs into uh, you, you know who runs into difficulties sometimes, Matt? Who's that? Surfers, guys out there, who? professional surfers, three-time three-time world champion surfers. Sometimes really? sharks try to eat them. Sometimes sharks try to eat them. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Uh huh. And that and, kind, think- and when that happens, when that happens. It's up to the smoothest of the smooth cable news people to talk about it, isn't it? Are you talking like Brian Kilmeade and Elizabeth? There you go, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, let's see what they're. Take a look at this. It's the video everyone is talking about: a surfer in South Africa attacked by a shark on live television. Last season, as you look at fanning on the rankings. Oh, you can see it, a little splash. Oh. Holy so scary. Surfing champion Mick Fanning fighting off a huge shark during a competition after it dragged him under the water for what seemed like, I'm sure, an eternity. Crews racing over to pull Fanning out of the water. You see that here. And amazingly, he emerged without a scratch. I'd say, oh my goodness, it could happen anywhere. You would think that they'd have a way of clearing the waters for a competition sure. at this level, but I guess they don't. It's if the a three ocean. time world Look surfing champion isn't safe, who is? They should be able to clear the water of sharks, J Man. Right. Now, see, it's very similar to dealing with. A West Highland Terrier and a pit bull mixed breed. You know, you just, you know, you pull a couple of treats out of your pocket and you say, over here, over here. And the sharks all come running over, you know, and then wagging their tails. <laughs> and you can, you know, put them outside for a while. <laughs> and then I'd like to everyone jumping on Kilmeade. Well, they should because he's an idiot. But uh, right. no one jumped on Hasselbeck. If Except a us. surfer can't be safe, who can be safe? Well, I'll tell you uh-huh. what, uh, me, because I don't go into the ocean. How's that? <laughs> exactly. I'll go to the beach, but I'm not going in the water. <laughs> exactly. God. And it, it was probably all Obama's fault anyway. Probably so. Oh, that was great. But it was funny that everybody was just clobbering Kilmeade when when Elizabeth Hasselbeck's statement was just hilariously stupid. Yeah, I know. It was stupid. (laughs) 
Yeah, well. Anyway, keep wearing the short skirts, Elizabeth. That's what you're there <laughs> for. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with her. She's really not that hot. <laughs> you know, if you're going <laughs> to be stupid, if you're going to be stupid, you better be hot. <laughs> you got to be Julie True. Banderas hot. Oh, yeah. You got to be, you know, or, Scarlett Johansson hot. Yeah, or, or uh, Judge you know. Janine. Oh. Or Judge, oh, yeah. God, the hottest 60-year-old in the world. Yeah. You need to be hot like the, the chick on MSNBC who's about to lose her afternoon show. <laughs> oh, God, Alex Wagner? Yeah. No, I don't find her hot. Yeah, I like her. And Abby Huntsman. Nice, oh, God, yeah. Well, Abby Huntsman. Yeah, big shakeup at MSNBC, Jay, man. That's right. The, the afternoon. They're gonna. They're gonna. The parents, they, I guess they're just gonna dump them all. The cycle, Alex oh, and Ed. Good. And they're yeah. gonna replace them with you know a smooth professional like Chuck Todd. They're go, they're going. They're loading for sl- smooth playback <laughs> on MSNBC. Uh huh. Maybe Rowan. Maybe Ronan Farrell get another show, so we oh, could beat God. him in the ratings again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and as I like, I like before, the idea. I like, I like had, the idea we that we get listeners. <laughs> we had more listeners than Ronan Farrow had I know. viewers. That's what I like about it. I, I think they should keep him on so we can keep talking about how we're beating <laughs> MSNBC in the ratings. Oh my! But I tell you one thing. Awful. Another thing, Matt, um, our friend and colleague uh, Keith Oberman. Is uh, he did his last show with uh, ESPN two this week, as they could not come to an agreement. ESPN wanted him to stop doing his commentary. Specifically, they wanted him to stop saying bad things about Roger Goodell in the NFL, and of course he refused. So, uh, you know, that's it. He's done. And the uh, the the man, general manager at MSNBC was asked about a potential Oberman return, and his only answer was. I have not spoken to Keith recently. That's not that's a non denial denial right there. Recently meaning what this week? The last couple of hours? Uh huh. I think they're leaving the door open. They're leaving the door open for the Oberman return. Yep. Speaking of sports day man. <laughs> and we were. The Special Olympics, the 2015 Worldwide Special Olympics Games, (laughs) kicked off yesterday. It did? Did I play the theme song? No, you have not. No. Okay, because because Schmoop and I looked at each other. (laughs) I even had a sober person with me, J-Man. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, God, i got to find it. Now I'm getting all nervous. Uh, <laughs> they have the same song. Well, they have the same song that the Olympics does. And I'm happy about that. So would you like to hear it? Oh, I do very much. 
what they're hearing. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm sitting there going, it's a little slow, isn't it? Uh-huh. Well, at least someone got it. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> just wrong. I know that it is. That's so wrong. Yeah, well, that's my mark on history. Which, who heard that this morning? I was excoriated, J-Man. I was excoriated. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well. Anyway, it's, it's beautiful music. It is. Even if it is a little on the slow side. Yeah. <clears throat> it's special music, is what it is. It is special rendition. <laughs> a little odd, a little off. That's mm-hmm. okay. And here's what I find funny: the Special Olympics, 2015. When's the next one? 2017. They have them in odd years. See, I think that's unfortunate. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. They're setting people up. Oh, yeah. They're daring you. You're an odd year Olympian. (laughs) Daring you. They're just daring people to just, you know, let these things go. Yeah. So you don't go on on radio and say something to get yourself fired like Colin Cowherd did this week. Yeah. Fortunately, (laughs) we uh, don't have that thing. Right. And if people don't know what Colin Cowherd did this week, and it just kind of all blends together here. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Cowherd apparently was saying that people from the Dominican Republic are special. And he was talking about 
baseball and about how baseball is, is not a complicated sport. And he gave an example as to prove that it doesn't take any brain power. I mean, the Marlins put a general manager in their dugout. People freaked out. You know, like, whoa, it's baseball. You don't think a general manager can manage? Like, it's impossible? The game is too complex? Like, I've never bought into that baseball is just too complex. Really? A third of the sport is from the Dominican Republic. There you go. You see, if Dominicans can handle it, anybody can. <clears throat> it's not too complex for them. Pedro Martinez dominated all those years pitching, right? Yeah, yes, simple he did. game, simple. Obviously, I, a simple I, game. I, yeah, I, I just doubt his accuracy. It was only twenty-three percent. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> he can't do the math. And J-Man, we have another caller. Uh huh. Oh shit, Jamie's on too. <laughs> That? You know what? That's the last fucking time she calls, too. Come on. Hi, Jamie. Jamie. Hi, guys. Oh. I just wanted oh, to call geez. and tell you guys that I've done my part for the show. I had a bath and shaved, and now I'm smooth and soft. Oh, what did you shave? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Smooth and soft. Uh huh. No, no, this is an open and honest show. I have an imagination, Matt. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you there. (laughs) Smooth and soft. Yeah, two of my favorite things. (laughs) I can I can envision each stroke. Oh. I didn't think you were going to pick up. I was on hold forever. Really? You were? Sorry totally, about that. Totally into that special Olympic song. Is just <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, sorry about that. I didn't see the. Uh, oh, that's okay. I got pretty distracted by the. I got distracted by the just the, the the heartfelt beauty of the Special Olympics and Colin Cowherd and, <laughs> and all that good stuff. So yeah. these things happen. These things happen. Yeah, they do. So it's been a fun show. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for the Drew Peacock. All right. Yeah, good old Drew was there. <laughs> and Robert the Taylor. I know you enjoyed that. Yeah, I always enjoy Robert the Taylor. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Drew Peacock. So I'm curious as to what you think about potentially not having a place in the debates. We had a pretty interesting <laughs> conversation with... I think Rick's... it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it sucks. I think it sucks, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do. I, I yeah, think me too. There's probably... Me and you agree on something. That's news. <laughs> we found it, Lindsay. Um, so, so, but seriously, it... it um, Potentially, we're going to lose some key voices 
Yeah, yeah, lose him and John Kasich, who John Kasich told everybody to grow up this morning. I know, John. Oh, I'll tell you what, John Kasich. I think he's going to be the man if he can if he can get into the top ten. I'll tell you what, Uh Lindsey Graham likes that word "sucks" a little much. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we're inside of three minutes, so I guess we need to wrap yeah. things up. All right. Thanks for taking my call, Sky. Thank you, right. Jamie. Get to you earlier. Have a good night. Have a good night. You okay. too, Jamie. Bye. Stay, stay smooth and soft, Jamie. <laughs> oh, <I will>. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to finish oh. things off right there. Yes. <laughs> and we want to thank everybody for listening. Thank Robert the Taylor for calling in. And I guess thank Paige for calling in. Nice try. Well, she tried a couple times. <laughs> gave, then... it, you know, gave it her best shot. <laughs> and uh, Jesse Ferg there in the chat room and Bunwine Bob, who was there earlier. And all the guests. And uh, I guess we'll get everybody out of here. Matt, since we're talking about being smooth, we're talking about being smooth, and you and I are a couple of smooth operators. The picture is right there. Your picture is right there on the show, so we might as well do it. Here's Sade and Smooth Operator. Yeah. On behalf of IW Radio, apparently.
And there we go. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you all right? Woman. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right, then. Man, we followed Jamie up with Sade, so, you know. Woo! Uh-huh. A lot of heat uh, there at the end. I know. Oh. I'm sure okay, there will be more... There will be more heat next week, J-Man, because Schmoop and I will be getting closer to the date. So yeah. Hot. You guys, will, you will have done even more to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. 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 Might have to get some rings. I'm thinking rings. Are, are, you oh, know. we got to do that? Oh, and a, and a license. We and a license. Yeah. All right. All right, then. All okay, right, folks. Okay, man. See you next week. Bye.